I'm Adela, and this is the House Medium Podcast. In this podcast, you are going to send me your emails and you're going to ask your questions, whether it's paranormal or have to do with real estate and you want me to look at the house that you're looking to buy or rent. But not only are you going to send me your emails, but I'm going to have you on my podcast and I'm going to see and tell you what I see while I'm seeing it responding to your email right to you and you are going to tell me if this makes sense if it resonates so all the listeners can hear and be a part of this experience now if you don't want to be on here i understand for those of you who don't i will still read your email however i look forward to being your house medium. Hello, and welcome back to the house medium, or welcome if you're new. I'm Adela, your house medium. All right, so I'm trying to like remove glasses, have glasses. I need my coffee, or actually I'm going to drink water. We're going to save our coffee for... uh, us to go into the Medium Brew Cafe. I do have both. I have coffee and I have water. So I have some updates. Now I'm going to try and put my updates in the Medium Brew Cafe. And sometimes I'm going to be able to record people to, you know, kind of tell me about their updates because I think that's fun as well. If it works out for all parties, we'll do this. If not, what not, but you have to realize this is a new podcast. I'm going to tweak things and try new things and give me feedback, which reminds me, if you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review because you know how it is. If you leave a review, then other people see the review and they go, hmm, maybe I'm interested and also, you know, the algorithm or I don't want to say the algorithm. It's just kind of one of those things that kind of helps it all around. Plus I like hearing from you and you can follow me on Instagram and tell me things as well on the house medium or, you know, Adele Levine. Okay. So let's get into, let's, let's go into, into the medium brew cafe. Come on in. People are here. Let's get your coffee going. And, um, I have a little bit of an update. So you have your coffee. I have my coffee. They're making it for you. Let me take a sip. Mm. (laughs) Oh, yum. All right. So this sounds like your coffee is on its way to you, getting made. And let's do an update. You ready for an update? Okay. How about this? Listen, Medium Brew Cafe, quiet down for an update. Thank you. So great having so much power in my own world. All right, this is from Caitlin. Do you remember Caitlin, the Victorian home episode? If you didn't hear that episode, go back and take a listen, and then you can hear this update. You might have some catching up to do. Adela, let me tell you about this update. I am shook. Firstly, let me give you a small update about the new owners of the Victorian home. They've stated that so far they've experienced phantom talking, objects going missing from time to time, and the occasional object falling off the walls. 
Luckily, the activity for them doesn't seem as intense as when I lived there. Nice. I love this so much. Okay, that's me, Adela. Back to Caitlin. Moving on to the update that got me shook. Shadow Bob. Remember Shadow Bob, everyone? Shadow Bob, she put in capital. I'm not sure how I didn't put this together when we were recording the episode, but I know who Shadow Bob is. Okay, now we need it. Now we need to like quiet. Now we need a little drum roll. We need a little drum roll for Kate. Caitlin. Do we have the drum roll? Can we hear it? All right, here we go. Ready? Ready for Shadow Bob? And here we go. <laughs> My coworker listened. Oh, wait, no. No more drum rolls for Shadow Bob. My coworker listened to the episode the day it came out. Okay, we need to quiet everybody down. We'll quiet everybody down in the cafe a little bit more. Maybe, you know, just in the background. My coworker listened to the episode the day it came out and immediately knew who you're referring to. His name is Steve. It's always Steve. What's up, Steve? Steve was an employee for over 30 years and started his career here in the 1960s, like you referenced during the reading. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, you know, excited. I get excited when these things are on point, guys. I get excited because everyone thinks I take it for granted, and I do not. In fact, the building we are in is actually named after him for all of the contributions he made to the community throughout the years. Steve loved being here and loved the people he worked with, some of which are still working here today. In parentheses, like you said, he has an attachment to the people here. End of parentheses. Steve also passed from stomach cancer, like you picked up on. Now, see, I didn't even remember this. So this gives me even, this is even, I'm even more excited. The day the episode aired was a day of synchronicities. Synchronicities. I can I can speak, just to name a few. The coworker that identified Steve by your description mentioned that there was a former employee from decades ago who happened to still visit the office once in a while, was very close to Steve, and would know a lot about him. I kid you not. About 30 minutes later, that former employee randomly came into the office to visit and unprompted mentioned that they found an old picture of Steve and reminisced on his time here. 30 minutes after. What? I have to reread this. So the coworker identified Steve, okay? From that, from an employee from decades ago who happened to still visit the office once in a while was very close to Steve. So this employee sometimes visits the office, right? And then he says, and, and you know a lot about him. I kid you not, 30 minutes later. So after they're discussing, 30 minutes later. Wow. Good job, Steve. Good job, Steve. That was Steve helping out and going, hey. Let's get this going. Let's help. Let's help everybody out with this. Okay. 
Let's get back to it. So she says, 30 minutes later, that former employee randomly came into the office to visit and unprompted mentioned that they found an old picture of Steve. Unprompted, my butt, it was Steve. <laughs> Steve prompted. And, the reminiscent, and reminisced on his time here. A few minutes later, I opened the newspaper to find a giant headline that just read, quote, Steve. I guess this was Steve's way of confirming that he indeed is still with us. I ended up locating a picture of Steve later on that day. And from that moment, I looked into his eyes. I just knew. We now know that it's most likely been Steve that's been helping us find lost paperwork in the office, leaving the documents on the office floor for us to find the next morning after we spent the day before frustratingly digging through the filing cabinets. Steve was a wonderful and dedicated person in life and appears to be the same even after he passed. Thank you so much, Adela. Oh, wow. Here, I think that was my mic drop. Want to hear it again? Mic drop. Just saying. Just saying. And I want everyone to know, I don't say this with, look at how great Adela is. I don't. Because I honestly... I honestly feel like shocked every time something like this happens. I'm honestly shocked. I'm always like, wow. When I got this update, I was like, what? And then I get excited and it just helps me to confirm. So this is a lesson for all of you. These things help confirm. Confirmation is key, even for the most experienced reader and for you. All right. So let's go out. We got to leave. Thank you so much. We are going to now go out of our Medium Brew Cafe. Oops, what? Twice. We're going to go out twice. There we go. Just in case. This is for once for me, one for you. I'm still, get I'm still getting used to uh, all my bells and whistles. Literally. Thank you so much, Caitlin, for Kitty Cat Cat. Thank you so much for the update. That was awesome. That's a reference to the episode. If you heard this first, go back and listen to the episode. So then you'll be like, oh, okay, okay. That's what she's talking about. I love this so much. Please feel free to send me um, updates. I love it. And just so you know, I have some other things in store that I'll be adding other types of content for you all. So all the stuff you send me will help make it into all these things. All right, let's get to our first email. Okay, I feel like this is kind of, you know, the music for this one. This is from Trina. Hi, Adela. Just wanted to say how much I'm enjoying your new podcast, The House Medium. I just love listening to all the cool accounts happening to people and the way you hone in and relay what you see. It's great. Thank you so much. I literally mean thank you so much. My name is Trina, she, her, and I'm fine with you using my name and sharing my experience. This is unrelated to my story, but just wanted to give you an update on a reading you did for my son about a year and a half ago. I had had a reading with you early in the pandemic that was so on spot and decided to buy a reading for my son, who was a little stuck in his life. At the time of the reading, he said he enjoyed it, but he might not have opened up enough because the things you said were a bit confusing and he couldn't relate. It happens a lot, and I call it planting my 
planting seeds, not my seeds, but planting the seeds I see for that person and it'll help them later. You told him you saw something in the future about him and travel and maybe camping or just something to do with travel. Forward to about six months later and he was offered a job as a salesperson for traveling campers and recreational vehicles. It was a very lucrative move for him and changed his life. Neither of us thought about the reading at the time until a couple of months ago when we were talking about it and I had a light bulb moment and said, you're reading. He instantly got chills and so did I. Nailed it again, Adela. Uh, thank you. <laughs> no, it's okay. I seriously couldn't believe she, when she sent this in the first part. Okay. We're going to switch music to get to the, to the, to the nitty gritty of, of, uh, her. Where is it? To, to the nitty gritty of her question. And we're going to turn it way down because this one gets a little bit loud. Oops. Turn it way down. I want to like give homage to her. Sorry, it's a little um, temperamental. And if it gets too loud, I'll turn it off. Okay. On okay, she says. So my story is long, but the details seem important. About 33 years ago, my husband and I purchased a house in rural Kentucky. It was our first house purchase and was a really good deal, we thought. The house was built in the late 1800s. Originally, a log home was renovated by the owners. We bought the home from in the 1960s. The house sat at the bottom of a very steep hill and ran along a side a creek that during, that during floods would become so volatile it would spill over the banks. One morning, very early before we had even moved into the house, I was there cleaning and the tension and the energy was so thick and heavy, I had to go and stand. I had to go and stand on the porch. Sorry. There was a heavy fog laying across the field in front of the house. That would be a regular thing after moving in. We didn't have much money, so nothing to do but just to move in. Hold on. We'll turn this down a little bit. Okay, here we go. My husband, uh, to move in. My husband and and five and two, wait. My husband and five and two-year-olds. Oh, okay. Moved in and life began. My husband worked nights at a factory in town. So I was home alone with the boys most nights. I had adjusted to the lifestyle. Here we go. Here we go. Calm down, Alice in Wonderland. Because that's, that's what this means. My husband worked nights at a factory in a town, so I was home alone with the boys at night, most nights. I had adjusted to that lifestyle and was not one to scare too easily. The front door of the house had a glass on top, and as we had only lived there a short time, I hadn't recovered recovered it with a curtain or a blind yet. It was the old section of the home in the, in the entry hall with the steep stairs that led to an unused upstairs bedroom. The stairs and upstairs bedrooms were on a, on a whole nother story, but I digress. That's a whole nother story. Oh, well, we need to hear that story. The boys and I were sitting at the end of the hall in the den where the boys had fallen asleep. It was around 9 p.m. and I was about to take the boys to bed when I noticed blinking lights illuminating outside in the front yard. 
The field next door was a popular place for teens to hang out. So at first, I just assumed it was the police running them off and I just ignored it. However, a few minutes of continued blinking, I decided to check it out. I could hear Samson, my dog, barking. And as I opened the front door to see what was happening, he came running from the backyard. He ran straight to the large tree that was in front of my yard, which somehow seemed illuminated from the inside. It looked like there was a large strobe light in the middle of the tree with a constant steady on off blinking. As soon as Samson got to the tree, he stopped barking and ran back around to the backyard. I stood there a moment, taking in the eerie silence and then decided for the safety of my boys to go back inside. Just in case someone was trying to lure me out, I proceeded back in the house and locked the door. A few cars passed on the road and I kept thinking someone would pull over to check out the huge light, but no one did. After a bit of feeling exposed with no curtain, I carried the boys into my bedroom, which had a window facing the front house as well. It had a mini blind so I could look out with feeling, without feeling exposed. My five-year-old woke up, and when I was moving moving him to my room, I had him look out the window to tell me what he saw. He described exactly what I was seeing, letting me know I wasn't the only one seeing the mystery light. After I settled the boys in, in I parked in front of the window and peeked through the blinds to see the light was still there, off and on, off and on. By now, probably 15 minutes had passed and I decided to call my parents to see what they thought. My dad was quite logical and at the time, very skeptical of anything that couldn't be explained. He started naming all kinds of things that he thought it could be because be, be, that caused it, but, in, but I insisted none of these were possible. It was clearly right in my yard in front of my eyes, but not making any sense of the same time. Finally, my mom was very open to the unexplained things, grabbed the phone from him and said, we're coming over. Thanks. There you go. That's the mom. Mom's got you. Mom's got your back. I was relieved to know that the clock on the nightstand and I was, and the clock was on the nightstand and I was sitting there watching the light, then looked over and looked over. So wait, watching the light. Then I looked over at the clock every few minutes. Sorry about that. I knew it would take about 20 minutes for them to get there. Finally, the last time I turned around to look at the clock, I looked back at the window to see the light had disappeared and my parents' yellow Cadillac was pulling down the hill in front of the house. The light was gone as suddenly as it appeared and they did not get to see it. The next morning, we went out in the daylight to see if there was a sign of anything at all around the tree, but there was nothing. I never knew that the light was, but many things happened in the house over the course of seven years that we lived there. Also in the big front window of the house had a bullet hole when we bought the house. And the year after we moved in, we had the windows replaced with double pane windows. And the next day after installation, there was a bullet hole in the exact same spot. The guy who came to change out the window told us since the bullet hole had only penetrated the exterior pane, the bullet or rock would be inside the two panes. Well, there was nothing there. It was impossible for the object to pass through. 
the glass from the hole it had caused. I don't know if it relates to the light, but just adding for more reference. I would love for you to do your thing and look back at my house and see what you see. I think about the house often and would love to know your insight. Thank you so much for your talent to help so many people explain the mysteries and hope you can explain mine. Thank you again, Trina. Wow, that was a lot and it was great. I don't know, Trina. Could it be something like this? What do you guys think? Could it be that? Was something waiting for her? Could it have been a spirit? What do you think? I'm going to say to her, let's hear what I had to say to Trina. Hi. Okay, everybody. So you've heard this very long email, very detailed email that I got um, from Trina. And let's make sure I said her name right. Did I say your name right? You did. Okay. (laughs) I totally understand because people always call me Adela. And just so everybody knows, it's Adela. So I understand what that feels like. Um, So we have a lot. We have a lot to cover because this was when I first saw the email, I was like, "Woo, this is a long one. Yeah, it was long. <laughs> it was a busy house. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was a busy time. There was some things going on. Yeah. Yes. And I've wondered of four years about this. And when I saw you had this new podcast, I was like, okay, Adela will be the one that will know what was going on. It's so, time. It's I'm time. like, no, I, I'm like unsolved mysteries, paranormal style. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> This is a this is a whole thing in my family. I mean, everybody in my family knows about the lights. So okay, we've always wondered. No pressure. There's no pressure, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> um, let's first cover the first part that I was so excited because I never get like. I mean, I don't never. I I get and I. By the way, everyone out there, please feel free to send me emails like she sent me, letting me know about your son. So what happened with that? You you sent in the email that I did a reading for him and he was like, what's yeah. up with this crazy lady? And then- it was, I mean, it was, well, we didn't realize it till uh, like a year later. Mm-hmm. When he first had the reading, he was, he was, he said, maybe I didn't open up enough. And cause I didn't really, it didn't make sense. It was something about travel and you know, campers and traveling, and it didn't make sense. And then maybe six, eight months later, he gets this job that's, he's a salesperson for traveling recreational vehicles, and it was a great job. So it, I mean, it really changed his life. And so we still didn't think of it. And then later one day we were talking and I said, wait, Adela, remember what she said? And he got, you know, he was the same reaction that I had. Oh my goodness. It makes sense now. (laughs) So, but it wasn't immediate. This was, it was six, eight months later, Adela. So Mm -hmm. that's what was very amazing about it. Well, I appreciate that. There's nothing better than people to ask me what I do and how can they understand what I do or see what I do than having it come straight from someone for everyone to hear. Well, 
highly recommend you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. And I did not pay her to say that. No. This is not a paid endorsement. <laughs> you did not. But I was just going to share that with you first because that yeah. was a big deal. No, it's a big deal. It, I appreciate it. And for everybody knows that, and for you to know, a lot of the times, this is why when someone gives a reading for you, just a little FYI for everybody listening, it don't if they're so worried about looking right in the reading, then they're looking at you and how you're acting and just trying to tell you what you want to hear. And if you also are practicing reading and you want to get into this, and I teach people this in my classes, you have to let go of worrying about if you sound weird or, you know, the person doesn't get it. Because oftentimes, like what I did with your son, it's like planting the seed. And it, I, oops, I just hit the mic again. Sorry, everybody. Um, planting the seed. And I always tell people that um, I do this so that later, just like you described, you subconsciously, maybe he's like, hmm, I should pay attention to this job because the seed was planted. And then later, I always tell people, you won't even remember. And later you go, oh, wait a minute. It was. It was an aha moment. Definitely. Right. 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 <laughs> yes. Sorry, everybody. Keep hitting the mic. I got to, I hope, I don't know if everyone's hearing that. But anyway, yeah, I so appreciate that. That was awesome. At least on my part. Thank you. And tell him. Congratulations, by I the will. way. I will. And thank you. <laughs> okay. So let's get to her email. So this is what I was dying to do. Is it this? Is it this? Could it be this? This is what I want to know. Is it something from otherworldly but not spirits? And I'm going to tell you what I see. Now, this is like me in real time, meaning... I'm telling her what I see in real time. I've gone over the email. Um, she hasn't spoken to me about this. And I have like a feel. But I don't really know until I go into, into it right now. Okay, so you ready? I'm ready. Okay, so I, ha I even have a special music that I want to play to kind of Kind of like, kind of like in Jeopardy when the part is like dun, 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 leading up to it. Right. This is my version of it. So let me see. As I'm getting, here we go. Yeah. Okay, I'm doing the same thing I do always. Now I feel like when I see this, it is not spiritual to me. I wanted it. I kept looking, going, "This has got to be maybe something spiritual." But I felt like this was definitely more of another world. The reason is because a couple of things that you said. One is about the lights, of course. It's, the, it's about the way your kids responded even. It's even almost like this private thing that you had. Like it was just for you. You know, spirits aren't going to be that aware they're going to be aware of like your dad and your parents pulling up, right. but they're not going to time it. You know, it's like going to happen to you in that moment. Okay. And then they'll just kind of like be done, but they don't drag it out like that. That's not how spirits work. They don't keep dragging it out. And then your kids see it. It's kind of not like that. So this is to me more of a, like an alien T vibe. 
Okay. So now that we've built that in, let's get into it. <laughs> okay. So I, um, it's just the fact that you, you said that like you heard the dog barking, right? Yes. And he wanted to see what's running, you know, it was happening. And that's kind of another, like the, all of those things to me are the telltale signs because spirits at, believe it or not, animals, people think animals get really freaked out by spirits, but they kind of tend to just look, you know, you might, you might see them just staring, Yes, you know, yes. at the wall, right. You ever had that experience? You're like, what are they looking at? Like babies do it too. Yes. Right. Yes. And they'll do stuff like that, but they don't bark. They tend to bark at something like foreign or something that they know isn't like, it's kind of really in our realm and, and isn't like some, they're not familiar. So I also feel like I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the email as, cause I just want to make sure I'm covering everything. I had a question that I thought was really interesting about this that I don't know if you noticed in the email, you kept, you mentioned the clock. And when I reread it, you mentioned the clock. I go, is there something about the clock in it? What, what, why were you so fixated on the clock? Because I put the kids to bed and then there was like a window with a seat in front of it where I was peeking out with the blinds and there was a clock sitting beside the bed, a, like a digital clock. And I was watching it thinking, okay, this is, this is going to go off. And I would look, and I'd watch the light and watch the light and it wouldn't change. Then I would look over at the clock. Okay, five minutes have gone by. And then I would look back out at the light and then I would look at the clock. Uh, 10 minutes have gone by. And I kept doing that the whole time until I finally called my parents and said everything I said. What the heck, please? There's a light in my yard. I'm, I don't really feel threatened, but I'm weirded out and I don't know what it is. So then they lived way across town. 20 minutes away. So then they say they're coming finally mm -hmm. after we talk. So then I'm still watching the clock. Okay. Now it's been five minutes since I talked to mama and I'm looking outside. That's why I mentioned the clock. Cause I kept looking at the clock. And the last time I looked over at the clock to check the time, I turned back around, looked through the blind and their car was coming down the road in front of my house and mm -hmm. the light was gone. So this is to, this is to kind of, kind of say what I'm saying is that that it was almost like aware of the time you see what I mean and how long and almost talking to you in this way like yeah you can look at the clock you can look at it I'm still here that's not really how spirits work spirits like have a hard time holding themselves that very long that's why when you see in movies and stuff it'll it'll show they'll kind of show the spirit like flicking, you know, flicking, you know, like staticky because they can't hold that vibration very long okay. and they can't hold it very well. And that's why something might light up for a minute and go away. But it, this was a long time and it felt conscious. Yeah, it, it, it did to me. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I'm, if you want me to confirm or yet you want yeah. me to yeah. Well, 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 real quick before you do, I'm just going to add one last thing before you you do. The other uh, element is that you're by the water and um you kind of like the vision I was getting is like kind of maybe like among trees and things and stuff like that. 
And I feel like you had the perfect, like everything like water is always seems to be when it comes to those energies. My belief is because they use water because of things I've seen before, use water as like an energy source to kind of help illuminate themselves. Um, spirits do too, but again, they can't do it that long. Well, the happiness was kind of hidden. It was at the that's the vision I have is that like everything's in front of the house and it was. Yeah. And that's why I believe you were picked because yeah. Right. And then as you go up the hill, there were a few houses like going up the hill, but we were at the foot of a steep hill with woods behind us and a Creek on the other side. It was really kind of isolated down there. Yes. That's what I'm saying. And I feel, I personally, the, it's just like the feeling I got over and over was it was friendly. It wasn't there to cause any problems it wasn't going to take anybody anywhere but just to kind of make contact you know and something about did you say you had sons well I had two sons oh that's right I know you have the one son because I did a reading but you had two sons there at the time right the older son when I carried him to bed I carried him in the bedroom my husband was working nights and the the five-year-old woke up and so just said do you see anything outside? And he described just exactly what I was seeing. So okay. like, I'm, I, there is something out there, or at least the two of us are seeing it. Maybe. And he's, and he saw it too. Yeah. See that. So I feel like the reason why I asked is because I feel like the focus was on the kids. That's just my sense. Who saw first the kids or you? Me. Okay. We're, they I, would sleep on the couch when the yeah. light started. Yeah. I started to go out there, but it was just really quiet, just a dead quiet. But yeah, yeah, light. it's all of those things. Yes. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I didn't go out because I was by myself. I didn't want to leave my children alone. Just, I mean, on the off chance it was somebody trying to lure me in the yard, that scared me. So I locked the door. And that's what I think was happening. That's what I'm saying. I just have this feeling it doesn't feel like unfriendly or would hurt anybody. But I just had this weird feeling of like, it did feel like you were being lured out into the yard. That's why I said this feels too intelligent. It feels like aware of itself. Yeah. I mean, I I want to, I I felt like I wanted to go in the yard. And mm -hmm. the reason I didn't was because of that with the kids, Mm -hmm. leave the kids in, in the house, but it, I didn't feel scared or threatened. And, a lot of things have happened in my life, but nothing like this since then or before then. Mm-hmm. So it definitely was nothing like I've ever encountered. And he, and here's the, here's the thing I have to tell you that's going to be trippy. That This is why all these boxes check. There was something in you that was very intuitive. And by the way, everybody, this means what? Listen to your intuition mm-hmm. that you knew not to go out too far and leave the kids because that was my feeling was to either separate you or get you away kind of make you feel like it's all good and then kind of do the same with them but not in a nefarious way just in a kind of like if if you're just trying to get you know the the main one that could be difficult right? and freak out because kids tend to be a little bit more like, Hey, magical, not as freaked out. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. 
So I feel like that was one thing. You had this intuition not to go because you had a feeling something's luring you, which could be logical too, because it could be like, is this a person? But it's not really the way a person would do something, but I get it. And then the other intuition, this is very important, is that the clock is a big deal. I'm telling you. Why is the clock, and this is for everyone to understand and learn, because you were keeping yourself conscious of time. You see, what there's a reason those types of beings, and even when I'm doing readings, I time myself. Because when you kind of get lost in this other realm, you lose track of time. So I feel like something in you is keeping yourself grounded by checking the time, looking at it. You didn't get like hypnotized because what I've learned from the alien world, or what I've learned is that realm tends to hypnotize people. That's the point of the light and the lure. Okay. Okay. I mean, that makes sense, Adela. Is it? I mean, I'm telling you because what if you just kind of like got mesmerized, which you've heard these stories, right? And you just go to the light, you go towards this light, and you lose track of time and you just kind of get hypnotized. And now the kids, you've lost track of the kids. Well, this is this is always what I felt had happened. I mean, you, you hit exactly what I thought had happened, but I just don't trust my own intuition. But I, I, I kind of felt like that's what it was too. But I've never had anything like that happen. So yes, it's so off the charts, weird. It is off the charts and the silence, by the way. And that's what people understand. Again, that stuff doesn't really come with spirits. Spirits just kind of are disruptive because they're, pe- they're people. So people are disruptive. So they're just like, yo, hey, I'm here. What's up? They don't, they're not like trying to make it, but other beings t- tend to do that. They tend to kind of almost suck the air out of the room with the energy. Exactly what it felt like. Mm-hmm. I, I I remember the dog bark, mm-hmm. but but everything else was just so quiet. Yes, it's weirdly quiet. Weirdly quiet. Yes, yes. Be- that's what I'm saying. It's all part of the lure of like hypnotizing because this is what I've heard from that realm. It's like hypnotizing, and if the kids were awake, it would have been easier to do that to them. And that's just what just came to me right now. Like, that's what I'm feeling is that it would have been easier to do that with them if they were awake. So it's just like, let's deal with this one that's more problematic because you're awake and hypnotize her. And that's what I feel like happened. But I'm telling you, I feel intuitively when you looked at the clock, it was forcing you to stay aware of everything. I mean, that, that, I mean, that makes sense total sense but i i did it was it, it, you saw how many times i mentioned the clock mm-hmm. it was constant yeah. looking at the clock yeah yeah because you, you know, were it's like pinching yourself you're like it's there what time is it it's there what time is it it's I there did that's exactly mm-hmm. what i did right and it was just pulsing on and off and i was like why is no one else seeing this it's huge my whole yard was lit up like a yeah. like was in my yard. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. hundred. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so here's, here's my, here's my verdict. Everybody. My verdict is it was this for sure. For sure. Yeah. And you, you avoided, <laughs> you avoided, and it doesn't necessarily, 
have to be a ship ship. It could be the way I feel like you saw is what usually happens with interdimensional beings. They're, they're kind of more in an energy ball. And I feel like you need to trust your intuition more, by the way, because I, I definitely feel like something kicked in some inner thing and you told you to like, because if you just kept staring at the light, you would have lost track of time. You got gotten hypnotized into it and it would have been a different experience. Oh, I love clocks. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're going to have clocks like all over your house all the time. Something weird's happening. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I mean, it, it totally makes sense. And it really is what, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. I thought that it was something from not here, but. Yeah, <sighs> I know that's, I know it's trippy, but all these are all the boxes. So everyone wants to check boxes, the eerie silence, the light staying on for a long time. Spirits don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um kind of planning it knowing like oh okay the parents are coming up we gotta go spirits don't do that either yes spirits are aware but they're very irreverent and they kind of just do whatever and and people have billions of stories of oh some spirit to some weird stuff and my friend was in the room like they don't care about that but other beings when they just are particularly picking a particular group of people so you got to ask, like, see, think, think but for after this, did anything different change after that? Did you start to see anything different? Did your kids act different? I mean, the, the house was a hot mess <laughs> of spirits that, but that, and this was early on when we moved there. I mean, we had, like I said, I didn't even have curtains up. We had mm-hmm. been there a month two months. I don't, it wasn't long. And a lot of things happened in this house. I mean, I see another weird thing that happened there, maybe a few years into living there. And there were just lots of feelings, nothing else physical like that, except for the, the other thing I wrote you about, but a lot of heavy feelings in the Mm. part of that house. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's an 1800 house so it's definitely gonna have you know it's definitely gonna have like you know some and yeah you i'm just looking at my notes though you did say something like something i that's what i wanted to ask you before we wrap up what's up with the stairs you mentioned stairs bedroom well the the stairs were that wasn't really a physical thing but the stairs Mm -hmm. in that entry hall where the door was there were stairs going up to three old rooms that I guess at one point were bedrooms years ago, but the the acoustics were great in that room. And I would sit on the stairs late at night and play my guitar and sing when the kids would go to sleep. And it always felt like to me that someone was at the top of the stairs. It always looked like the door was just opened a little bit. It just felt Mm -hmm. like something was there. Do you, do you see anything? And then, and then of course we had that bullet hole to show up. Right. I don't feel like the bullet hole and the stairs have anything to do with the light. These are separate things. My feeling is that when you, um, when you said at the top of the stairs, 
I just saw a man and I, um, the man definitely is attached to this house and he likes you and he likes the music, but I feel like when I see him, he was kind of on the wrong side of the track, so to speak. Like he got himself into a bit of trouble. He is an older man. Like when I see him, he, he looks like 60 ish, but that was older in his time, not today. So that's why he looks a little bit even older. That's um, weird. I mean, with, I mean the man part. Mm-hmm and the wrong side of the tracks because when the bullet hole when i saw the bullet hole we came home we had changed out the windows and then the bullet hole was right back where the old one was in the old windows so i started asking around and in the town who lived there earlier like earlier than the 60s and the 20s 30s mm-hmm. was told that a man lived there that got into trouble and shot someone there was something to do with a a shooting Mm -hmm. this sounds so silly but it was over a bad haircut and it was a man oh no it's not silly because he was like a gangster type guy so he wasn't he would do something like that he would he would do something like that and when i see him i feel like Um, I would even, I even kind of venture to say, like, I would see him like sitting in the front of his house on the porch or something with like a gunshot, like a gun in his hand. Not that that sounds cliche, but he was the type that didn't trust anybody. He's not very trusting, but he likes women. He doesn't like men. He doesn't trust men, but he likes women. So I think he likes you. Um, and I feel like he, um, kind of buried stuff in the back and but not he wasn't like the best at his at his profession of gangster land because he was he got caught a lot he okay. got into trouble a lot so you know but i will tell you this he's fixated he was fixated on you are you still in the house I, i'm not that i mean it's been 30 years ago but it felt like somebody was always watching me in that mm-hmm. room at, yeah, you know, was there late at night with the kids in bed, my husband at work. I, I always felt like somebody was watching me. You and, know, he was actually protective. That's why I feel like I see him gun in hand. And it might even be connected to the fact that something was telling you what to do that night with the light because he liked you. He he was, you know how some people could be like a gangster, but they have like rules like protect the women and children. He's yes. that guy. He's okay. like that. All right. I like that. (laughs) I want to say like he was like a sheriff in his mind, but, you know, for people who are criminal, (laughs) (laughs) he had he he lived by some moral compass. You know what I mean? He wouldn't like harm a woman. He wouldn't harm an old lady, wouldn't steal. He wasn't that type. He's like, I'll steal from you know, he thought, you know, that guy, cause he's like, you know, overcharging people. So who cares, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah I didn't feel threatened. I, I didn't feel threatened, but I did feel watched in that house. Yeah. I just see this vision. He wore like a, he wore like a vest and he had one of those like watches in his like thing. So maybe that has to do with the clock too. I, if you could get it, maybe you'll get some history and get some pictures because I've done some podcasts where people are, I haven't even 
got given the updates to people, pictures and everything. It's gone, actually. About seven years after we moved out, the road came through and I heard they were tearing the house down and I actually went back over there and the windows and the doors were out and I went in, but it was, I I couldn't stay in there. It was really just intense. Yeah. Well, if, I don't know if he was mad that the house was coming down or what, but it was really intense in there. But- oh, I'm sure he was because this was like his, you know, this was his kingdom, but I don't feel like it's just that. I just feel like you have to recognize you sense things. Okay. Yeah. But if you find anything out or you get any pictures or any form or information out, I feel like this guy, that was his town. He lived there. He lived there his whole life. They knew him. They knew him well. So that's why he didn't really go to jail and things like that because people kind of let him, because he was that guy. He would like, give to the poor or you know what I mean? He wasn't, he wasn't the kind of criminal that harmed <laughs> innocent people. Yeah. Okay. That well, was his thing. Yeah. Like if you're innocent, I'll be okay. But if you're not, you're out. Right. Well, I, I'm definitely going to dig a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. This was great. Thank you for coming on. This was awesome. Dale, I've really enjoyed this. Love- yeah. The, this is great. So what'd you say? I said, I can't wait to share it with my kids. (laughs) I know. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dayla. Wow. (laughs) Yes. Yes, Trina. Let's go. Everybody ready? Let's go. Yeah. That's what I thought it was. Now, the important part about hers is the clock. And this has happened a few times. If you listen to the episode I did with the Bigfoot Collectors Club, and if you haven't, go back and listen to it. The similar thing was happening with Riley, where he had an experience um, where he was seeing something going on, something very high being, and the clock started going crazy. I'm telling you, there's a reason why you see this in movies. It's not usually spirits. Spirits aren't really like knowing how to bend time and space and energy and kind of even put so much like telepathic communication. They can telepathically communicate, but higher beings and other type of beings are so much better at it, meaning they're way better at kind of conveying to you in a strong way and even kind of pushing your, your, your thoughts and your ideas into another, into another, um, I want to say like, just kind of like coinciding the time and space as long, along with putting the thoughts, like look at the clock as strong as that one did for Trina. So yeah, I absolutely feel it was something else going on. And it's one of those things that only her can say it feels right or it makes sense. And I go on like what stands out to me. You know, when I read your emails and you tell me these things, there are different things that kind of stand out. Oh, things that might have been like I've experienced over the years of doing this and that makes sense to me of what I know kind of goes with it. And sometimes it's just like what's standing out and popping out to me that is like the energy source, meaning like it's giving me a message, like follow this trail, follow the trail. Anyway, that one was cool. And even, even the little like 
you know, bullet, you know, bullet hole type of thing um, is also interesting as well. I believe, I believe I'm going to look real quick, but I believe Trina might've given me an update. I'm not sure. Let me see. Oh yes. Here we go. Hi Adela. Just a quick update. I came to, came up to Lexington to see my oldest son, his wife and three kids. He was my son who lived at five at the time of the incident. Anyway, I was telling him about what I saw. I'm not going to read. I just realized, I remember what she said. She basically in this update is just saying that her son kind of said that he noticed something as well, you know, that something like this happened to him as well. So she's kind of finding the, you know, things are clicking, things are coinciding. And a lot of times what you, what happens is people don't talk about these things and then they start talking about it. And then other people kind of go, Oh yeah, the same, something, something like that happened to me. And this is what I'm trying to do with this podcast is make it light and fun so that everyone, you know, kind of gets more used to it. All right. Let's go with, um, gonna go with our next email. Okay. Let's move on to Ralphie. This is a little shorter one, a little concise, but he was so awesome. And, um, I just feel like this is his magical, magical self. Hi, Adela. Love your podcast. I, I met you in person at the Mystic Museum and participated in one of your classes. Oh, that's awesome. I'm hoping you can clarify something for me that's been in the back of my mind for several years. At the age of seven or eight, I saw my first entity whom I thought was my mother, meaning he thought his mother came into this room because I got confused. I just want everybody to be clear. His mother is alive and he thought his mother was walking in. I always felt them, but that was my first time seeing one. It terrified me to the point where I asked God to never show me these people ever again. (laughs) I want to know who or what was she at as the energy was stagnant at the age of 13. And on the fourth, I started to develop feeling like someone is tugging on my toes or I don't know what. And on fourth, I think he meant the date or I feel like the hand being placed on my foot till this day. I still sense it, especially when my feet are out in the open as I am meditating or just laying down. Who is touching me? As an adult magical practitioner, how can I see them again, knowing I have to unlock the door? How can I access it? Ralphie. All right, Ralphie. We got a lot to talk about, and um, I feel like this magical music absolutely fits you. And let's hear what I had to say to Ralphie. Aw. Don't be afraid of the toes. <laughs> okay, everybody. So you heard the email, and now I have Ralphie here. Hi, Ralphie. Hi, everyone. How are you? <laughs> I just forgot they can't even respond. <laughs> Hello. Am I alone? Hi. Is this a spirit in the room with me? No, it's Ralphie. <laughs> Hello. So um, I was talking to Ralphie before we started recording because he was so on time and so ready. And I was really impressed with his um, right on timeness. And what were you saying to me about that? That I was really surprised because I'm usually always late to everything and um, that normally I always blame it that I'm getting lost, but really it's just because I'm fashionably late. 
Right. And then I was telling, I was telling Ralphie a little piece of information people don't realize about me is that I am always, uh, fashionably early, but I sit in my car because I will guide you in life and help you do the spirit world and this world, but do not ask me for directions. I get lost. I literally do get lost. So I do have that excuse, which is why I'm always early and sitting in my car. <laughs> waiting to not look like uncool going and being the first one in there. <laughs> so you had messaged me and you were like, are we, are we still doing this? I'm like, don't worry. I've already double checked your time about five times. Cause I'm so neurotic about <laughs> making sure I'm on time, but I appreciate it. Thank you. Of okay. Course. Thank you. So let's get to it. So what I like about yours is you had kind of like a three, you have a three, fold, you know, question, basically something that happened in the past. And I love the age and I'm going to get to reason why I love that this happened to you when you're around seven and eight and 13, because it's actually kind of significant does, does mean something. Oh, and let me, I got it. I got a new crystal and I got a new magic wand, which I'm going to do a video on like, um, I can't wait to show everyone. Um, but I, yeah, you know, you got to have the magic wand. Um, but I think what's cool about it is that, um, these were happening when you were young and I've gotten a lot of emails about that. And, um, my question to you though, I have a couple questions before I tell you what I see, not, not about, you know what I mean? I'm not going to get more information about what you saw. My question was, I just wanted to be clear when you said you thought was your mother was you, did you think it was your mother? Cause I want it to be all out in the open, the entity, or you thought your mother came into the room. I thought my mother came into the room. Okay. So your mother was, was uh, is alive. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Cause it, when I read it, I was like, did he think it was, you know what I mean? Like your mother who was not here. Okay, good. That's all I wanted to know. And then, um, and then I'll get into like you wanted to know about who's who's touching you. Yes, <laughs> and, girl. I want to know who is it. <laughs> you're like, who's invading my space? And is this someone safe? And especially because you were so little. Um, yeah. but okay, so, so we're gonna terrifying. get to that. So we, <clears throat> yeah, I'm sure. We're gonna hear all about it. We're gonna hear all about how you felt. But let me tell you what I see, and we're gonna play a little. We're gonna play a little, little music to get it. me get into the mood, and also to kind of give the anticipation. Maybe not through the whole thing, but so hold on. So I'm gonna drop into this now. I like to drop into it in real time. So seven and eight entity. Let's see. You know, I actually see a young man. And when I mean by young man, I feel like he was in um, around 20. And the interesting thing is that he feels very protective over you. Nothing negative. This is nothing negative. This is someone feeling very protective. I felt like it was... Um... Hold on a second. I'm just getting like this weird feeling. Hold on. It's got this like weird feeling in my ear even. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it felt like something's okay. like coming at me kind of strong um hold on yeah i feel like he he knows your mother 
when I see him, I want to say he's like 20 and he seems like interested in your mom. Like I almost see him like when I go into, when I'm standing in your room and I see your door, I want to go to your door, go to the left and down a hallway and go left and almost like towards, I, I kind of feel like I'm getting pulled towards the living room or front door. So it's just kind of interesting because this feels like someone very protective, knows the family. This is not a stranger and particularly feels almost like a guardian to you. And that's why even when you describe it, I know that you're, you're scared because you're seven and eight. And you said you told God not to ever show you these people again. It's so cute. I just picture this little boy. God, please don't show me these people again. Um, I understand that, but I feel like I feel like that that's exactly what I see. I feel like he was like, okay, sorry, didn't mean to do that, and and then left, but not leave. Just kind of, you know, turned his like energy down. But when I see him, I feel like he knows the family and knows your mom and almost like I want to say it feels like a brother or a good friend. Like, you know, when you have like a brother from another mother kind of thing or or it's actually blood related. But he is died very young, kind of died, kind of tragic. Um, I almost feel like when I see him, like he either got like hit or. I want to say like either a car accident because he feels like his life was taken. You know what I mean? Like he, it was something tragic happened, like an accident or got shot or something where he didn't plan on this. And, and I'm just going to jump to 13. Same, same person. I didn't, I didn't feel like this was a different person at both ages. Now we'll get into how you can get, you know, you asked how to like get back into this, you know, as a practitioner and everything, but we want to hear from you. Does any of this sound familiar to you? It, it doesn't because, um, I don't know. I have to, I honestly have to have a conversation with my mom to see, you know, if she had any close friends back then to see who it could be. I'm just more confused because, like um i remember i remember seeing it but it was it took the form of a it looked like my mother basically mhm yeah so that's when um i know that's, that's some did it you mean it did, what do you mean by that like it looked like it had hair like long long yeah, hair like had, or shaped like had, a woman bas- yeah so it, basically like my mom would come in in the morning to wake me up for school and so mm-hmm. When I was, I woke up early that one morning, one morning I woke up early to play a video game. And I remember just like glancing up. And when I glanced up, I saw my mom at the door. I thought I saw my mom at the door. And I remember even saying, I know mom, I'm going to get up right now. Let me just finish this. And then when I looked, when I saw the person still there, I was like, what the hell? So I I looked and then that's when I saw it. And I right away glanced to the right side. because I was like, oh my God, that's freaky. Like, what is that? So um, mm, okay. I, I, I have to have a conversation with my mom. 
Yeah, because when I see, so what have sometimes can happen because that's the that's what I'm saying. Like I hundred percent can believe that because at first I felt like the energy felt nurturing, like a like a woman, like a mother type of energy. But when I see the person, he very much clearly looks like like a like a man and okay. a young man, and I hear him. But what sometimes happens is sometimes spirits can kind of do that. Like, so you're not scared, change their form. Like this happened to me once I opened up my um, bathroom door and the lights were out because I usually, you know, have them out. And there was like a young, um, looked like a little boy with long hair. And that's like my kid, although the little boy looked a lot shorter (laughs) and jumped around and like, and I was like, Hey, what are you doing here? Like, cause you know, he, he's older, not much older, but you know, he's not like a six year old or something. And I was like, what are you doing? I'm cut. And then it ran away and I went to his room and he's sleeping. So sometimes they do that. They'll take a form so that you kind of don't freak out, especially because you're a little kid. Got it. And so it makes, it makes I, a lot of sense. <clears throat> but the but what's interesting is that I feel like this is a young man from her youth, not someone like pre you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this was a good friend of hers. Could have been a romantic partner, even who knows? But. I kind of, well, I kind of know because it feels like that. It feels like he particularly decided he was going to stay connected with your mom and was just kind of protecting you. So it's kind of interesting because we don't know and it makes sense because it's not like you would know for sure. And the the other thing, the other question I have for you is, where was your mom's room? Do you remember? Was it to the left of your room or to the right? It, it was to the left, down the hall. That's the direct. I, I was saying I was going down the hall. I'm telling you, he was. He's like about your mom, man. About your mom. And the reason why I say it that way is because that isn't appropriate. <laughs> like to be like, <laughs> oh well, I'm just here to protect, protect him, and you know, but I like want. It's almost like he wanted you to tell her and and you would say something because this is for you to know and everyone to know. A lot of spirits will come to kids because kids are just easier to and, you know, see those things better. And then you tell the parent and then the spirit gets their message across, basically, like there's somebody here. But you were like banishing it before he I was <laughs> <laughs> it was I mean like I I can I can still remember what he looked like and it was mm-hmm. and the the closest thing that I can think of was it was so interesting because I don't know if you guys remember the you remember the movie um the ring how the girl comes out of the tv with her hair like in front of <gasps> oh, her face like what? that's what he looked like yeah but instead of Instead of his hair being straight, it was like curly, like curly. her mom's hair. So I, I thought yeah. it was her getting out of bed in her pajamas, basically. 
Yeah, it's a weird, I'm telling you because I've experienced it. So I understand, I feel your uh, discomfort because that's how I felt um, when this happened to me. And I'm a medium and deal with this realm all the time. And when it happened, I was like, not cool, not cool, guys. Like you <laughs> pretended you were my, you were my son. <laughs> like, and now I don't like it. <laughs> and and now as an adult, I'm like, I want to see it. Like, show me more of you right, guys, please. <laughs> right, right. And I I was like, even like, because the reason the reason why I was feeling that way is because it was like trickery, I guess, you know. And the, but but I don't feel like this was purposely pine. I feel like it's kind of imagine if you're like, okay, I really want her to know I'm around, right? But. The only one who's probably going to pick up on it is this kid. So I don't want this kid to get upset. So what do we do? We'll just like dress up like his mom and he'll he'll calm down. But they kind of forget that's still creepy because it's a shadow version of your mom. And you knew it wasn't yeah. your mom. Yeah. Yeah. So I I I feel like he wanted you to tell. Did, did you tell your mother I didn't tell my mom until um, Mm -hmm. after, like, way into like a longer time because I knew at that time she. I don't feel like my mom was open to that kind of stuff at that time in her life until she got a little older. Yeah. So I never told her until after until we had a conversation. She's like, "Do you ever see like spirits?" And I'm like, "Well, there was this one time when I was younger, and I told her, and you know, she was a little confused by it too. I don't know if she believed me, but I know I saw it, and that's." why like when I saw your podcast I was like I need to ask her because I need some answers because this has been bugging me for like the longest time this is what I love about this podcast because I feel like I'm unsolved mysteries paranormal style like I can like help answer these things that's like before your time by the way it was a show but I feel (laughs) I feel like I can answer these things because um it is kind of interesting to me how much it bugs people. Like it really like sits with you, you know, what the mm-hmm. hell was going on. Yeah, I get it. However, you said a bingo thing, by the way, you didn't realize the fact that you said <clears throat> your mom wasn't open. You see what I'm saying? You see, this is why he was trying to get, you know, to you to get to her. Okay. That's what I meant by they'll do that and try it again at 13 because I feel like this is the same person, absolutely the same person. Now, you said that um, you said that when you're meditating, uh, that um, you like still get like creeped out when you're meditating. <laughs> is that when you like you feel like <clears throat> that person's gonna like come back and start messing with you? No. So at the age of thirteen, <clears throat> wait, you were me, meditating at thirteen. No, 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 no. So, um, how do I say this? So the, the sensation of someone pulling on my toes started at 13. Okay. And then it happened when I was like, I was asleep, but I was not fully asleep. I was still kind of like awake a little bit, but I felt mm-hmm. someone tug on my toes. So then when I started getting into meditating and my feet are just out in the open, I started to feel that same sensation all over again, where I felt someone was tugging on my toes or at least touching my feet. And like putting their hand over it. It was so weird. It's like a weird sensation, but I I can feel it. Okay. Yeah. So this is completely um, a normal thing to be like, 
you know, afraid of, like, it's just kind of that thing, you know, but the toes is also something they do as well. And again, it's usually, I know it doesn't seem like it, but it usually is kind of like a gentle kind of imagine if you walked into someone's room and you're like, I want to wake them up, but I don't want to startle them. So I'm just going to kind of do it in a, you know, like tap them a little bit or something. This, this guy has tried these things and obviously has still freaked you out a little bit, but that that's kind of what it is. It's just a way of like kind of getting your attention. Now everyone's going to be freaked out about their toes getting touched. (laughs) (laughs) It's a scary, it's a scary thing, but it's, so for me now, I'm like, oh my God, it's so interesting. And it's so fascinating to to be able to have an experience like that. Yeah. And I loved and the, it. <clears throat> yeah. And the thing, the other thing that's important for you to know is that you said a key thing too, is that the dream wake state is mm-hmm. pretty much what they like to talk to you in because your brain stops resisting. And because you're kind of too, you're kind of out of it, you're too tired, you're sleepy. So the brain kind of stops fighting it. And in that dream wake state, they try to get to you to listen to them. So that's another, that's the reason why it happened at that time. So to, so I hope, so you're going to go and you're going to ask your mom and you're going to definitely update us and see what she says. But here's my advice. Don't say I went on this podcast and this this like medium told me <laughs> this guy it's not gonna go over well if she's not into this no she she'll actually she'll believe me she hears me in here doing my incantations and my okay, okay. The ritual, the pentagram so you're good oh yes <clears throat> oh that's right i forgot you're doing your witchy stuff right yeah that's awesome okay awesome awesome okay so so to get to your last question, how do you get these things? Well, first of all, I can just plug that I teach classes online if you're ever interested. Psychic 101 class coming up um, where people can practice and learn how to open up their site. But the other, the other, um, which I, I think I, yeah, is coming up. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Got it. It is coming up. Um, but the other part of it is just by starting to talk like, so when you like, you're doing your magic and you're like, if you're lighting an altar, or you're doing anything, um, after you do something like that and you have the like energy going, right. This is why it was like, you know, joking saying like, oh, I'm just going to like get the mood going. Cause that's, it's the same thing. You want to kind of get the mood and the energy going. Right. Yes. Um, as you kind of like you, you, you know, light a candle, light some incense, fire up your altar, whatever you're doing, that's a good time because you're starting to open up and kind of allow yourself to kind of open up to that realm and just talk to them. Don't make it complicated. Just start talking. And when you talk, say, I'm open to this and be very specific about who you're open to, how you want to be open to. Like, I don't want toes being pulled. I don't want to be poked. I don't want like people standing in my doorway or something like you got to be specific. Okay. About what it is you want. And then you ask for signs and other things throughout the day. Um, I tend to like to like, that's why I love music as a way to kind of raise the vibration and kind of open yourself up to it. But um, that's one way. And the other way is to get a pad and pencil and just start, uh, uh, you know, or or on your iPad or anything, 
just, but you want to write down and write questions to it instead of using, like, you don't necessarily need a spirit board. You can just write questions and then see what comes to you. But the important thing is that you got to kind of see it like you're opening the gate up to them to particularly the ones you want to open up to. Okay. Do you see what I mean? So you don't want to just open up all the gates to everybody. You're like, I'm opening up the gate to like some of my ancestors and my family and the people I feel I want to open up to. And pretty much what you're doing is you're telling that realm, I'm introducing myself to you and I'm open to speaking to you. And that's how you start. I will will totally try it because I'm just so, I'm so intrigued and I really want this to work for me. (laughs) Yeah, you can, you can, I swear. Like, that's the thing, like not to sound repetitive, but the thing that surprises people when I've taught on, I've, I've been teaching online differently where people are practicing with each other, where they're reading each other. People get shocked about the fact that they, can see stuff. It's just that a lot of times we're not trusting it and we get afraid of it. Or if something does happen, like what happened to you, because once you start having opening yourself up, things start to happen. People kind of freak out and kind of shut it down. And that's what you did. You shut it down. You did the right thing as a little kid. You were like, no, not on my watch. Not right now. (laughs) Like you are not my mom. Like it was just crazy, crazy. Yeah, I don't know where you came from. This is not the ring, so I get it. But now you could, you can control it. Okay. Got it. Thank you so much. And you're gonna update us, right? I will. Yes, I will send you an email if you want to re re bring me on here. I will totally bring you um come back on here and explain to you what my mother told me and stuff. Okay, we can't wait. Thank you for coming on. This was awesome. You're awesome. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. So Ralphie needed a little bit, a little bit of the, of the magic wand, right? Uh, Because he is getting into his magic self. So this was really about reminding him pieces of himself, meaning like his own abilities, his own gifts, maybe that he's been scared of and he's been denying. And of course, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say, don't be scared. Don't deny. Embrace. Make this a part of who you are. And of course, he actually um, is taking one of my courses, the Psychic 101 course. I do teach how to develop these things. And um, mediumship, psychic abilities. I'm thinking of doing one on telepathic communication solely. I don't know. You guys let me know. But learning how to embrace this about yourself is probably the hardest part. And once you kind of accept this is something about you, that this realm doesn't just only do this because, you know, it's just random. They they actually do this because it, there is something about you that they're trying to wake up. I know this was a long one this time, but it was kind of a good one. So I hope you enjoyed it. I know that the podcast won't always be the same length every time. I do try to keep it close to an hour, a little bit over, but I know this one went over. So I hope you enjoyed this so much as I did. And remember, when you are looking, you know, to embrace this part of you, when you are looking into that realm, when you want to 
up your spiritual self, when you want to open up your gifts, don't be afraid of it because you have complete control on how, when, how much you want to do this. Don't make it seem like they have control over you. However, for those of you who have might have forgotten, because I didn't mention, you can also be on this podcast. And if you don't want to be on, you can, I'll have you on the reader's room, but send in your emails and send in your emails to the house medium at gmail.com. But remember, it's about incidences that happen. I'm not reading you. So if you have all these questions about you and too in depth, if it's a light thing, that's fine. But if it's all, you know, all about like what's going on with me, that's for my other services that I provide on my website, adelavine.com. That would be more in a reading. But if you had something that you want to share, then please email me at Adelavine, not Adelavine, the house meeting at gmail.com. Follow yourself. Follow no one. Listen to your inner voice. Connect to the other realm. Remember it's a part of us. It's a world within a world and it can be an amazing one. And I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to the House Medium Podcast, and thank you for those who joined me on my podcast and allowing me to also read your emails and having all of us, including the listeners, go down the rabbit hole with you. And speaking of which, don't forget to email me all your questions at thehousemedium at gmail. And you can also follow me on Instagram at The House Medium or Adele Levine. And if you're interested in my services, you can check out adelevine.com. And remember, those bumps in the night. Or if you need help on your housing needs, renting or buying, I can pop on by. But if you are experiencing bumps in the night or shadows in your room, it may not be just your imagination, so contact me, Adela, your house medium.